Okay, this is Daf Lamed Hay, the last Daf of Maseches Rosh Hashanah. It is uh, Shabbos's Daf I'm recording in advance. So we got up to about halfway down Lamed Dalad Amud Beis, 34b. Um, and I'm going to go from the two dots. It says, Mishe Berach Ba'acha Kach Nisman Elo Shofer Tokeo Umeria Betokeo. But this, uh, what the Mishnah, it's a quote from the Mishnah, that someone who already davened the Musaf Amida and only then got a shofar for whatever reason they didn't have one before, they then go and blow the shofar. It says, The reason is that they didn't have a shofar originally. But if they did, the beginning of the of Rosh Hashanah, they had a shofar. When you're listening to the shofar blast, it should be in with the brachas, I with. Malchio Zichronus and Shofras. Um, a story, an incident to clarify this. Rav Papa Bar Shmuel, when Rav Papa Bar Shmuel got up to Davin on Rosh Hashanah, Omar Le, I think this was his personal Amira. Omar Le, Lashame, he said to his assistant, Tokali, when I signal to you, please blow the shofar for me. Omar Le, Rava, Rava said to him, this that we said you must blow the shofar with the brochas, I at the end of Malchus, end of Zichronus, and end of Shofar is specifically with Chever Ir, when you have a minion. And Tanya Namiach, we have a price, but if you're davening your silent Amida, you should not interrupt it for the Shmone Esrei. There's Tanya Namiach, and we have a price which says this as well. When you're listening to the shofar, you should hear it in order with the blasts. I obviously takia trua takia. Um, yeah, you should sorry, you should hear the blast of the shofar in the correct order. The alfeder brachas not only takia trua takia in order, but also in the with the right brachas with. Um, but when is this when you're davening with a minion when you're not davening with a minion you listen to the shofar in order of the blast but not in line not with the brachas um, I either you will Blow the shofar and then daven musaf, or daven musaf then blow the shofar. Bit of a discussion. An individual who can't daven davens for himself. Now this just triggers an interesting discussion. What's the primary mitzvah of shofar? Is it better? Is the mitzvah to blow the shofar or is the mitzvah to hear the shofar? I mean, as we know, many mitzvahs you can fulfill on behalf of your friend. So here it seems to be saying you can blow the shofar on behalf of your friend, but don't we normally say that the actual mitzvah is to primarily to hear the shofar? Okay, so that's a discussion, but um, just still on Rosh Hashanah, don't read it lightly. Make sure to be careful and to hear the blasts of the shofar. Now a new point. An individual who didn't daven. So again, he didn't say that he didn't blow the shofar. He can rely on his friend blowing the shofar for him. But if he didn't daven, ein chaveira mavarich olov, a friend, someone else can't daven for him. Remember, tefillah is supposed to be an expression from your heart, your reliance on Hashem. It's Rosh Hashanah, the kingship of Hashem. But what you need expressed from yourself, from your personal, from your own being. So it doesn't make sense that you can have someone daven on your behalf. Okay. 
We're going to clarify what happens to someone who doesn't know how to daven, but that's coming up. It says, It's more important to hear the shofar than to daven. Ketzad, what? when would this come into practice? I think we must be speaking about someone who doesn't know how to daven or blow the shofar. But you'll see why I say that. If they're two cities and you can go to either of them, and you know in one of them you'll hear the shofar, and in one of them you'll be able to hear the musaf davening. Ah, you couldn't daven, but you'll be able to hear the davening. Rather go to the city where there is the minion than the city where there is no minion. Sorry, rather go to the city where they blow the shofar than to the city where they are going to, where you'll be able to hear the davening. Pshita, well, isn't that obvious? Hold the rice, hold the To hear the shofar blast is Doraisa. To daven, to say the bracha, the Shemona Esra is only Drabonan. So obviously you should go, yes, no, Lord Shrikha, the Afal Gab, the High Vada, the High Sovak. No, this is even where you will definitely make Chazor Sashat, but you might miss the blowing of the shofar. Even in that case, rather go to the city where you might hear the shofar than to the city or the shul where you will definitely be able to daven. So that's the novelty again, that you rather try to fulfill a mitzvah to even if it's a doubt whether you will manage, then put in that effort to fulfill a mitzvah to Okay, next point. So this is the last clause of the Mishnah. I'm just going to read it from the Mishnah because that's the introduction to the whole point. It says, Just as the Tzuliyatibur is obligated to daven, he says the repetition of the Amida, that's specifically what we're referring to. So to each individual is obligated to daven. Rabban Gamliel says, no, The Tzuliyatibur can fulfill everyone's obligation. You don't have to daven. You can just listen to Chazor HaSashat, to the the, the Shliach Tzibur, the one who's da- the Chazan's davening. Tanya, we learned to the Brahish Omrullah in Rabban Gamil, the Dvorech Olam HaTzibur Mizbalim. So according to you, you, what you say, why does everyone daven? Why does each individual daven when they can just listen to the Shiva? So Omrullahim, Kedayla Hasdir, Shliach Tzibur, Tvilosa, is to give the Shliach Tzibur time to formulate his davening. You've got to remember, they didn't have... Uh, Mazorim or Sidurim. So you would give the Shliat Sibur, would daven, pr- practice to himself, say it over to himself, and then he would say it aloud. So while he's saying it to himself, you also daven. So Amalhem Ramon Gamil, and then Ramon Gamil said to the sages, but according to your opinion, that they can't daven for themselves, what's the point of the Chasor of Sashat, the repetition of the Amid again? Each person is davening by themselves. They can't be waiting for the Shliat Sibur, so what's the point? So Amrulai Kedayla Hoytia Shaheno Boki. No, that's specifically to fulfill the obligation who those who are not expert, those who don't know how to daven. Again, it's not as straightforward nowadays. You have a Siddur, everyone can read the Hebrew, hopefully, or read the English. You can daven. But if you don't have a Matsur and you don't know the davening, so then you're only you can that's where that's why there's Khazar Sashat. So Amalahim Kashem Shimoitia Shaheno Boki, Kach Moitia Saboki Saramagamya says, Well, if he can fulfill those who are not experts, he can also fulfill those who are experts. I grant, um, I think, if I understood the run correctly, his explanation is, look, generally, as we said, it doesn't really make sense that you can daven on behalf of someone else. But you've got to remember, yeah, but here, the by the fact that they said by not experts, that the rabbi can, the, sorry, the shliat sibur can daven on behalf of others, they made it like brachas that are obligations. Remember, we discussed this a few days ago regarding like eating, which is for your personal benefit, 
you can't your friend can't say the bracha for you unless he's also eating the fruit but then it then it counts for both but you have to be enjoying the fruit to be able to say the bracha and but for mitzvahs which are obligations there your friend can say it on your behalf so once Chazal I think davening is kind of like that it's for you it's a personal thing and therefore you should say it but Chazal came along and they instituted a Chazor HaSashat for those who aren't experts they made it like an obligation once it's an obligation well then you can do it on behalf of the non-experts as well that's the Rans Pshat um, another explanation the Ritva if I understood it correctly is that no really once they instituted Chazor HaSashat what is the Chazor HaSashat it's the Shliat Sibur it's the representing the whole community. They become a unity, an entity, and the davening is on their behalf. So just as it's the whole minion, it's not just the three people who can't daven, or the four, the few people, or even the seven people who can't daven. It's not, it's for the, the Shliat Tzibur's repetition is for the entity as the Tzibur, which includes even the experts. Okay, so that could be two reasons behind Rabban Gamliel's logic, just as it's for those who are not experts, it also counts for those who are experts. Um, yeah, let's go. I should go back one step and say that those who are expert, those who aren't experts, are oinest. Their hands are tied, there's nothing they can do besides listen to the ships. So it makes sense why they do Xera, but it's not so straightforward that someone who can dive Okay, that's the Machloikis. Now, Omaraba, so that's a little bit of a pure explanation into the different opinions. Why should the Shriat Sibur's Chazor Sashat not work for experts, and why Ramagami would say that it does. Omar Rabba Baba Khana Omar Biyachan, Rabba Khana says in the name of Rabbi Moidim Chachomim Le Rabban Gamil. The sages retracted and agreed to Rabban Gamil. That's how we're going to understand it at the moment. I, they held that the Shliat Sibur can stubborn on behalf of everyone, not only those who aren't experts. The Rav Omar Adani Machloikes. Rav says, no, the Machloikes remains. It's a Machloikes whether the Shliat Sibur can stubborn on behalf of other people. Shomor heard this teaching and Ozel Omer and he went and he went and told Rav before So Rav also said it's still a machloikas. We don't find the Rabbon and Yeah, we also say basically the same thing. When Rabbi Yochanan gave over this teaching, this is who we said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the sages retract retracted and agreed with Rabun Gamliel. If Ligoleo Reish Lokish for Omar Adani Machloikes, Reish Lokish argued and said it is still a Machloikes. Umi Omar Rabbi Yochanan Hachi, did Rabbi Yochanan really say this? Did Rabbi Yochanan really say that Rabbonon retracted and agreed to Rabun Gamliel? It says, Vaha Omar Rabchin Tsipuri Omar, Rabchana Tsipura, Rabchana Rabbi Chana Tsipura, Omar Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Hilchasak Rabun Gamliel. The halacha is like Rabban Gamliel. Hilchas Michal de Pligi. By the fact that we say the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel, that is, that's implying that he argues. Because if they agree, then why is he saying the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel? So we, so now we have a trouble. Now we're in trouble because we just we said that Rabbi Yochanan says that the sages agree to Rabban Gamliel. I that the Shliach Sibu can fulfill everyone's oblig. He can daven. You don't have to daven as an individual. You can just listen to Chazaros Hashas. But Rabbi Yochanan said. And he said that the Rabbonin agreed, the Chachamim agreed to that. Then we come along and say that, no, the Halacha is, the Rabbi Yochanan says, the Halacha is like Rabbon Gamliel, he is arguing. So the Gemara, Ki Solik Rabbi Abba Miyame, when Rabbi Abba returned from the sea, from his, uh, I don't imagine he was on a cruise, but on his business trip, uh, 
in the sea. Pirsha he explained as follows: That when we say that the rabbis agreed to Rabban Gamliel, that's regarding Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And most say it's the Yom Kippur of the Yovel when it's the unique Amida, the same Amida as Rosh Hashanah. That's when the sages agree that the Shliat Sibu can say Rabbah of Evan. The Halacha Michal de Pligi, the Brochos, the Chol Ashona. And this said Rabbi Yochman then had to come along and say the Halacha is like Rabban Gamliel. That's in regards to I implying that the Chachomim still argue and they say that no, the Shliat Sibu can't say it on behalf of other people. That is with the Amida the rest of the year. He says, Ini, is that true? Is it true that Rabbi Yochanan also says, Vahom Rabbi Chanan Tzipurah Ramchanan Bar Tzipah said further, Om Rabbi Yochanan, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Halacha Karabon Gamliel, Bebrochos Shol Rosh Hashanah Veshol Yom HaKippurim. The Halacha is like Rabbon Gamliel with the Amida, the Musaf Amida of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of the Yovel Yer. We seem to be very clearly, he holds that the Chachomim never ever agreed to Rabbon Gamliel. It remained a Machloikas. So how could we say in the name that as we started off this uh, p- this uh, discussion that Rabbi Barbar Khana said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan the Chachomim agreed to Rabbi Gamliel clearly they did not agree they argue again okay, the halacha according to Rabbi Yochanan is like Rabbi Gamliel question is did the Rabbanon agree to that it says Elo Marav Nachman by Yitzchak no Rav Nachman by Yitzchak explained as follows Man Moedim when we say the rabbis agreed to the Rabbi Gamliel that's actually Rebbe Meir, referring specifically to Rebbe Meir. The halacha, and when we say that the I, the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel, and across the board, the sages, they're implying that they're those who argue, Michal de Pligi, Rabbonin. That's referring to the Rabbonin. So what are we saying? Actually, three opinions. There's Rabban Gamliel who says the Shliat Zibur can always say his tefillah on behalf of everyone. You don't have to die on your own silent amida. You can listen to the Shia Tzibur. The second opinion, one level up, is Rabbi Meir who says that no, only on Rosh Hashanah can the Shia Tzibur die on behalf of everyone. But during the rest of the year they can't. And then there's the Chachomim who say that no, the Shia Tzibur can never die on behalf of everyone. Each person must die in their own amida. So those are the three opinions. Now, the Tanya, where do we see the brachos? As we learned in a brisa, brachos shall Rosh Hashanah shall Yom Kippurim shliat zibu moitzi harabim yedei chavosim. Different Rebbe Meir, according to Rebbe Meir, for the davening of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the shliat zibu can fulfill everyone's obligation. The Chachomim Omrim Kashem shliat zibu chayev kachol yochid v'yochid chayev. Now, just as the shliat zibu is obligated to daven, so to each individual is obligated to daven. Now, the Gemara asks, Maishna Hani. Why should Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur's Amida be different? Again, we're saying that the Shliat Sibur can daven on behalf of other people. They don't have to daven. They can just listen to him on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur or Yom Kippur of the Yovel, but not any other tefillah. So we suggest the answer which we're going to reject. Maybe it's because there's so many psukim. Remember, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll give them interesting my logos, but according to Rashi, you have to mention the Korban Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, all the psukim that tell you about the Musaf offering of Rosh Hashanah, and all the psukim of the Korban of Rosh Chodesh, because remember, it's also Rosh Chodesh. So there's so many psukim, it's too difficult. But wait, Rav Hananel said in the name of Rav, As long as you say, as it is written in your Torah, in your Torah it's written as follows, you don't have to mention the explicit psukim. So you can just say, 
I mean, we actually say a very similar line, but basically in English you can just say, on Rosh Hashanah, the Torah command, we, we davening Musaf, which lines up with the Korban Musaf, as is written in your Torah. You just have to say, as is written in your Torah. We say, um, the es musfe yomazikaron azeh, the musaf offering of this day of the yomazikaron, nasev nakriv lefanecho, be avo kemitzvah shrutzaynecho, kemoyshe kosuv oleinu besorasecha, is written for us in your Torah. So you're not saying the psukim where it speaks about the korban musaf, you're just saying, we bring the korban musaf of Rosh Hashanah as is written. So that is um, the suggestion, and therefore, you can get away without all these psukim. So you you told me that the reason the Shliat Sibul can fulfill everyone's obligation on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of the Oval is because there's so many extra psukim to do with the Korban. That does, that's not good. That's not true. Um, you can just say, if you can't remember all the psukim, just say, as is written in your Torah. We bring a Musaf offering as is written in the Torah. So therefore, that can't be written. No, it's because there's so many long brachas. I remember the Shofras, Malchios, the Kronos, the Musa. It's a very long Amida, hard to remember. And therefore, um, you would have to say, uh, um, and therefore, that's why on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, since it's extra long and hard, you can listen to the Chazoras Hashats, to the Shliat Sibur davening, instead of davening yourself again, because it's too difficult. Um, just interestingly, so how I explained the Sugya was according to Rashi, that... The two points I want to go into. First one is how I explain this Sugya Kondrash is where's the many psukim where it speaks about the Korban Musaf that was offered on Rosh Hashanah and it's also for your, for um, Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Chodesh. So it's an extra long one, lots of psukim. Now Rashi brings another pshat in the name of his rabbis that. Um, that it's the, all the psukim that we say in Malchus Yichronos for Shofros. Remember, you have to, we, we say 10 psukim for each of those. So there are lots of psukim to remember. But Rashi says he's not happy with that pshat because remember, we learn, because we come along and say, Rab Hananel says, you don't have to say the psukim, you can just say, But a few daf ago, two daf ago, we had a Mishnah which taught that. You just have to say, and um, that Rabbi Yochanan Menuri says you can say three psukim, the Rapponans say ten psukim, but either way, you at least have to say some psukim according to that Mishnah. You can't get away with just saying as is written in your Torah according to those opinions. So he says that can't be shut that it's talking about the psukim in Malchus, Zichroinus, and Shofaros. Um, then in Tosfos, Rabbeinu Tam comes along and he explains it and he says, no, you, it can be speaking about those psukim. And he says the Machloikes is specifically, so let me just check, I got this right. Yeah, because not saying any psukim or saying one posuk is not sufficient. But when you say, as is, we want to remember Malchios and your kingship, as is written in your Torah, then you're alluding to all ten psukim in that phrase. So therefore, that's why the rabbis of Rashi could fit. Again, it's interesting because, so from the aspect of Rashi's pshat that we're speaking about, Korban Musaf, the, the psukim regarding the korban, the korban musaf, that makes more sense from the aspect of how can you leave out actual psukim, but from the other hand, that's not the bulk of psukim that we say. The bulk of psukim that we say of 30 psukim by Malchus, Zichronus, and Shofros. So that's why Rabbeinu tells, okay, so they each have their 
interesting discussion. Then another point is, so it seems to come out from here, and as Rabbi Yochanan says, that the Shliat Sibur can daven on behalf of the of you. You don't actually have to say the silent Amida. Um, the tour, however, writes that we careful that we do still say our own Amida and then listen to Chazor Sashatwa. Because if you want to fulfill your mitzvah through listening to the Shliat Sibur, you have to listen carefully and make sure to listen to every word. And we're very easily distracted. So if that happens, you wouldn't be Yoytse. So therefore, it's encouraged to still daven your own. Same as benching. Theoretically, you have a Muslim, you can have the one person bench on behalf of everyone. Maybe not even where there's a Buddha. Definitely where there's a Muslim, you can have one person bench on behalf of everyone. But we still each bench to ourselves so that because we'll lose concentration and we won't bench properly. So, so to you. Yeah. Morgan Avram over there gives another a few reasons. A few, and uh, they just add to the discussion. So I'm just going to bring them quickly. Rabban Gamil maybe said, only said that, though, and we'll see this more implied towards the end of this Masechta, um, is that only where the person is oines, where he's like, hands are tied, that's really where you can rely on the Shliat Sibur, but otherwise you shouldn't. Um, another pshat is many Rishonim hold that when we say you rely on the Shliat Sibur to fill in the davening for you because it's so long, that's only the special brachas, but not the regular part of the Amidah. So you would still have to daven half by yourself and half with the Shliat Sibur. So again, not... Uh, not so straightforward that you can just rely on the Shliat Sibur. And then a third reason is, remember that the Morgan Avram brings is, we say lots of piyutim, we say lots of, I don't know what you'd call them, poems, um, but extra things in the middle of the davening to add to it and bring out the themes. But those are a hefsek in the brachas. So if you're trying to fulfill your amida and then there are all these piyutim, you're being mafsek and you might not fulfill your obligations. So therefore, we now have four reasons why you should still daven quietly to yourself and only then listen to the and 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 still and listen to Chazor Sashats, not just rely on Chazor Sashats, although technically you could fulfill your obligation through that. Um, as I mentioned before, this is where the Rosh brings the very interesting point. He says actually there were many Ga'oinim who had the tradition that they would only when the people who were davening by themselves, they would only say the seven brachas, almost a regular musaf. Obviously not the same sukkim for, but a regular, a fairly regular musaf. And specifically in the Chazor Sashat, would there be nine brachas, the special brachas of Malchi of Sichronis and Shofras? Okay, but that's uh, not our minag. We say the same, and that's uh, in another discussion. Now, go for Omar Abkhan and Omar Abkhan. Rav Khananel said that as long as you say Ufusaros, you don't have to actually say the psukim. You, you don't have to say Korban Musaf or the Psukim Malchus. You can just say, we remember your kingship or we bring a Korban Musaf as is said in your Torah. So he says, now, at first they thought this was specifically by an individual Daphne, because I guess it's hard for him, but not in a community and Itmar. But then it was said, Omer Bishua ben Levi, Echod Yochid, Echod Tzibur, Kivain, She'omoru v'sorosko, Kosuv le'mor shuvein otzorich. It's been, um, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi says, no, whether Yochid or whether it's Tzibur, as long as he says, if he says, as is written in your Torah, he doesn't have to say the actual Psukim. Okay, new point. Again, it's all the same theme, but a new point. Omer Rabbi Lozal, Oilam Yastir, Oilam Tfilosov, Acha Kach Yispala, a person should always order his davening and then daven. 
I, again, specifically, it seems specifically or specially, some hold only where those who daven off my heart. You should think through the davening quickly before you say it, or think through the davening so that when you do say it, when you are saying Namida, you can say it fluently. Rebbe Loza makes a lot of sense when we're speaking about the Amida of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, or special occasions, special events, like, uh, I guess, um, Yom Tov, etc. He says, Aval the Kol Hashanah law, but the davening that you say every, the whole year round, you wish, you don't have to rearrange. Oh, but we know that Rebbe Yehuda used to arrange his tefillah, I check that he got it all in order and had all the basics down and only then daven. So we see that it seems the daily davening you should. So there's no shiny Rav Yehuda kiva in the mitlisi nyumim, litlisi nyumim, have a matli kaprokim dami. Rav Yehuda used to only daven once every 30 days and therefore it's like someone who doesn't daven very often. Stand our question here. What do you mean, Rav Yehuda, the great Amoira Rav Yehuda, used to only daven once every 30 days? So, the Ran, the Ramban actually brings from here. I think you're still going to have to come into an answer we say later, but the Ramban brings from here. We see that it's not a Dorai's obligation to daven. There's a very famous Machloikes Rambam and Ramban in Sefer HaMitzvah's Mitzvah, Mitzvah's Asay Hey. The Rambam's going through all 613 mitzvahs. There the Rambam says it's a mitzvah doraisa to daven every day. So here the Ramban says, says it's not. He says, and here's, and here's a good proof for the Ramban. Rabbi Yudhi only daven once every 30 days. Now to answer for the Rambam, who says that it is a mitzvah doraisa, he says, firstly, you can fulfill your obligation with anything. You don't have to say a specific tefillah. You don't have to say the specific amida. Sorry, I just got interrupted by my daughter and I lost my train of thought. So just to go back a step, we were saying that it's a, the, the Ramban brings this as a source. Rav Yehudi used to only daven once every 30 days. Clearly it's not a mitzvah say to Raisa. And the, they would, they some give answers on behalf of the Rambam. The Megillah's Esther, it's a commentary there in Sefer HaMitzvahs. He says that, no, to, to fulfill your Doraisa obligation of davening, you don't have to actually say the Amida. You can just say a tefillah that includes a praise to Hashem, asking what you want, and thanks to Hashem. So if you just say morning brachas, or you say modeani, uh, you've probably fulfilled your mitzvah doraisa, so that's what Rabbi Yehuda used to do for fulfillment. Um, a second answer brought in the tzlach, very similar, but he says you, he would obviously fulfill the mitzvah doraisa of Kriyachma, so he would say birchas Kriyachma and Kriyachma, and through that he fulfills his doraisa obligation to daven. You don't have to actually daven the Amida. And then um, a Third answer, but I think this, this I think the Ramban would have to say as well, because isn't it a, even if it's not Torah, it's at least a Chiyuv Torabonim. So that's why I think the Ramban would have to say the, the following answer as well, is that someone who's totally engrossed in his learning, like Rav Yehuda, who used to revise his learning every 30 days, someone who's that involved in his learning, that he's totally focused guess we could say 24 7 his minds on his learning and putting in effort and stuff he doesn't have to daven that's the Gomorrah elsewhere but regular people do have to daven every day and the Rabbonon let you off their gazera of davening according to the Ramban who it's only a misodron let you off their gazera to daven um, if you're that sort of person who's completely engrossed in their learning 
Okay, next point. Omar of Akhabaravira, Omar Rabbi Shimon Chassid, Rav Akhabaravira said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Chassid, Potur Hoyorabon Gamliel, Afilu Al, Afilu Amshebesoros. According to Rabon Gamliel, a person is, even if he's working out in the field, he's exempt from davening. I, the Shliach Tzibur, when he does his Chazor Hashat, it works even for those people who couldn't make it to Shul in their and are outside davening. So the Gemara asks, me boy, I need to come here. And obviously the Shliat Sibur is Yoitse, exempts, fulfills the obligation of those who are in Shul. So the Gemara asks him, he says, Adarabah, Hani Anisi, Hani Lo Anisi. He says, how can you compare them? Those in the field are oines, their hands are tied, they have to be at work. They can't wait for davening. They don't, they, you know, they laborers, they work from sunset to sun, from sunrise to sunset, and they can't be at Shacharis. So there the Shliat Sibur fulfills the obligation. But the people standing on shul, in Shul, or in the city as we'll see, they should have to daven. And the Tani Abu of Binyomin Barchia, as Abu of Binyomin Barchia taught, Am Shachrui Kohanim Eino Bichla Brocha. This is regards to Birchas Kohanim Duchanin. Anyone standing behind the Kohanim are not Yoitzei. But it says the people are out, remember the Primarily, duchen at minak of chutzlaretz that we don't duchen every day, but in Eretz Israel and the correct halach is that you're supposed to duchen every day. So the kohan, so the kohanim's duchenin doesn't work for those who are standing behind them, but those who are out in the field, even if they're behind the kohanim, it does work for. What's the difference? Those who are in shul, so just step to in front of the kohanim, or those, but those outside of shul. Those who had to go to work, well, there's nothing they can do. Their hands are tied, and therefore, it's oinays. They can the, the bracha works for them even when they're out of shul. So, so all you have to say that when Ravin came, he said the name of Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi in the name of Rabbi Shimon Chasida. Loy Potter Rabbi Gamliel Ela Am Shebesados. Rabbi Gamliel said you can only exempt the people who are working in the field. My time, Mishum the Anisi b'Melacha. They caught up in the Melacha. Other beir people in the city. Law, then the tefillah doesn't work for them. Those who are just not going to shul and just not davening, the shliach tzibur repetition does not work for them. It's only those who are oinays who have a very good excuse. Okay. Hadron Allah, Yom Tov, Slikalon, Meseches, Rosh Hashanah, Hadron Allah, Yom Tov, Slikalon, Meseches, Rosh Hashanah, Hadron Allah, Yom Tov, Slikalon, Meseches, Rosh Hashanah, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, and have a very good Shabbos.